0: You are now listening to The Kenites Part 2 taught by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website to listen to more messages like this one and subscribe to our newsletter at BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Again, that is BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Enjoy the message and God bless you. He calls us a tree of righteousness, literally. He's saying that you will know them by their fruit. I have two cherry trees in my yard, okay? And if they grew grapes, I would chop them down. Amen? You understand what I'm saying to you? I will literally, like, something's wrong here. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. There's apple trees. And if the apple tree grew cherries, you will cut the tree down. He's saying you will know them by their fruit. Watch this. You got to be a fruit, a tree and fruit inspector. Amen? That means you have to discern with the discernment of Christ. Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit, because that's all they can do. A corrupt tree can only bring forth corrupt fruit. They're foul. They're wicked. A good tree only brings forth good fruit. You can't be both. Because if you are both, that means you are just like the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Okay? Evil. (laughs) Evil. Knows how to be good, but purely evil. Amen? You can't do both. It's an impossibility. Hypocrites do both because they're hypocrites. They're play actors. Congrats. They play. They play church. 18. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. It's impossible. It's impossible. Either you're good or you're not. Either you're evil or you're not. It's like walking into an evil meeting. And you walk in there. And you're in the wrong room because you're not evil. You're good. They're going to look at you like, what you doing here? This is, this is for evil people. The good people are over there. Go over there. They're going to know instantly that you're not supposed to be there. Because you're a tree of righteousness, not a tree of wickedness. Amen? 19. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down. Hewn down means cut down, chopped down, and cast into the fire. What fire? The lake of fire, as some know as hell. But it's the lake of fire at the end of the millennium. Okay? If you're not good, you will be chopped down. Watch this. Wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them. If someone's good to you, you got a good, a good tree. Okay? If someone's bad to you, you have a bad tree. Don't be surprised that they're bad to you because that's who they are. That's who they are. You test that tree though. You test that fruit to make sure that they are wicked. They could just be having a bad day. Amen? Mm-hmm. But you got to make sure. 21. 21. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Just because you know his name don't mean you're going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Amen? Mm. you got to do more than that, right? But he that doeth the will. I'm going to say it again. He that doeth or she that doeth the will. I won't leave the women out. But he or she that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Uppercase F. That's Yahweh. God Almighty. That's who enters into heaven. Amen. There's no mistaking that. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. Neither can the tendencies of flesh and blood. Okay? Neither can the intention of the flesh and blood. It cannot enter into heaven. So if you haven't changed, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now I have a message where are the dead, okay? And we all know what happens when you die. Okay, Luke 16 explains it clearly. It explains what happens when you die. You go to the left side or the right side? It's like a pre-judgment almost. Now if you go to the left side, that's where all the murderers, the rapists, the wicked, the bad trees are, okay? That's where they stay. God's on the right side with Christ, Abraham, the prophets, the apostles, his elect. Amen? Those who truly, truly serve him. Those who truly serve him. Watch this. 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Yeah, many churches believe they prophesy in the name of Jesus Christ, but they don't because they prophesy. And in thy name have cast out devils. Satan can't cast out Satan. Right? Satan cannot cast out Satan. So how are you casting something out if you don't have the Holy Spirit, if you don't know the true Christ? And in thy name done many wonderful works. Most churches do do wonderful works in the community, but what's a real wonderful work? Saving someone from the lake of fire. Saving someone from the grasp of Antichrist, from the grasp of Satan. Understanding the truth and saving them. Amen? That's the wonderful works of God. Amen? The greatest gift you could give to anyone is the salvation of Jesus Christ. And then on top of that, continuously give them the word of truth. The greatest gift. 23, to close this chapter. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you depart from me, ye that work iniquity. This I never knew you was translated into Greek. I never got to know you. We never had a relationship at all. So get away from me. You don't know me, I don't know you. You know the false Christ. You don't know me, the true Christ. There's a difference. And I'll say that to a lot of people when it returns. Christ is warning us today of the trees that look like his children, but are really the children of Satan. There's good trees and there's bad trees. The good trees are the children of God, the children of his kingdom. The bad trees are the children of Satan and Satan's children and his kingdom. He's saying, by their fruits you will know them, but you must be a fruit inspector. In this case, a bread of life inspector. Are you really getting the word of God where you're being taught? Is it of Christ's body or not? Yahweh God Almighty warns us in Genesis 2, 16 through 17. He says, you may eat of every tree which is in the garden, but of the tree of knowledge and good and evil, don't even touch it. Touch it was naga, mean to lie with, to cause friction, to become one. It's a sexual activity. Don't even touch it, he said. Don't touch it at all. And I say to you today, don't touch the doctrine of Satan don't touch Satan's own children the Kenites don't touch them have none of their ways inside of you Christ is warning us of the same tree of good and evil Satan not a snake but Satan with characteristics as a snake okay you can't trust them when someone harms you someone does something to you that you could trust what do you always say what a snake What a snake. Right? That's what I say. He knows how to be good. He sucks you in with the good so that it sounds good to you. And then he destroys you with the evil. What a plan, right? Thus goes the name of the tree of knowledge in good and evil. Don't be deceived. Do not be deceived. Don't find yourself in a place of confidence, and your confidence isn't built on Jesus Christ. Amen? Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Let's go to Matthew 13. Matthew 13. There we go. Matthew 13, verse 10. A couple of verses here that we going to go through this most of this chapter. We'll break it up though verse 10. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables questions? A parable is a story. A parable is a story with hidden truth. With hidden truths. He's speaking to them because he has to fulfill scripture. The scripture says he will come, he will speak to them in parables and many will not understand. Only those will understand that have the knowledge of God. The truth, the seal of God even. Amen. He answered and said unto them because it is given to you to know the mystery, the doctrine of the kingdom, the mysterio of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it is not given. So don't feel bad because you have truth. Don't feel bad because you can understand what Christ is saying. Do something with it. Amen. Don't let people make you feel bad. Don't let Satan make you feel bad. Oh, you think the truth is just for you? No. The truth is for whoever can hear. Whomsoever will hear and do. Whomsoever will believe and do. That's who the truth's for. That's what it's for. God didn't come as Jesus Christ to die on a cross for someone who's a rapist or a murderer or someone who won't change their life and completely give it over to God. I mean, you could be, you could, you could have done something so horribly bad in life, anything. You could have been divorced. You could have been, and that ain't even that bad. You could have been divorced. You could have been. Sometimes things don't work. You could have been divorced. You could have been in a bad relationship. You could have had multiple women, multiple men. You could have been a prostitute. You could have been a crooked lawyer, a crooked judge. You could have been a crooked politician. What's new under the sun, right? You could have been a drug dealer. You could have been um, someone who was a hater. You could have been a racist. God didn't die for you on the cross. Christ did not die for you on the cross. If you're not willing to change. It says whomsoever will. Meaning, who's ever willing to be better, to change, to do better. Amen? That's what he's saying. So if someone doesn't want to change, he didn't die for you. But the person that does want to change and really give their life to Jesus Christ, he died for you all day. Amen? He mm-hmm. died for you all day long because he loves you all day long. He expects that love in return. We have the mystery of the kingdom here. Let's skip all the way down to um same chapter, verse 24. Verse 24. I'm speaking in parables again. This is the parable of the tear. Okay, that we're going to speak here. We're gonna, I'm going to give you the parable first and then I'm going to let Christ explain it because he does it best. And if you can't understand this parable, you really won't understand any of God's parables. And that's the truth. Okay, so let's get it. Matthew 13, verse 24, if you have a say glory to God. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man with so good seed in the field. So I'm going to blow through this. I'm going to say some things. Um... But he's going to explain it. Don't forget. But while men slept, his enemy, now I want you to know we got one enemy. Christ has one enemy. His name is the devil. His name is Satan, the serpent. Antichrist. Slew foot. Butter boy. That's, that's who he is. Satan. The enemy came and sowed tears among the wheat and went his way. Now hold on. Tears. Another name for tears is Zawan. It's grown over in Palestine. Do you even have tears in this great country? Okay. And tears... Zawan looks just like wheat. You ever seen wheat? Just If you're flying over this country, all you see is wheat. If you're flying over this country, all you see is wheat, 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 wheat for days. Golden wheat blowing in the wind as you fly by on the jet or on the plane. Whatever, or first class or coach, it doesn't matter, whatever you take. Okay? But if you if you're a coach, you probably ain't seeing wheat. You're probably looking at another chair. Okay? <laughs> right? If you're a first class, you see a weed, you're like, right? <laughs> you looking down, right? So that was my joke for the day. So listen. When you're flying, and you're flying over all that wheat, you got to understand, there's something that looks just like wheat, and it's called the tears or zawan, okay? The difference between the wheat and the zawan, wheat is golden, it's beautiful, okay? It's light, it's fluffy, okay? And it's wonderful. And wheat makes all types of things that we eat today, amen? Wheat produces. It produces. It produces. Now, if you eat too much of wheat, it will make you fat. This is the truth, Okay? but I'd rather be fat and healthy than partake of Zawan or the tears, which looks just like wheat, and you can't tell the difference between the two, until they come to full maturity, and then you see, because the Zawan has a black tip on top of it, okay, and if you end up taking that wheat and gathering it without discernment, gathering it without wisdom and understanding, the wisdom from God, Again, you gotta be a food inspector, amen? You gotta be a wheat inspector, right? You gotta be a Christian inspector. Because you'll gather the wrong one. And if you gather them, you bake them all together because it looks just like wheat until it comes to full maturity. Do you see the black tips at the end? That Zawan is full of poison. It's full of poison. And if you make bread with that Zawan, it's bitter and it will poison you, and you can even die from it. Now let's go to a spiritual aspect of that, okay? God gives us the bread of life, amen? Because he is the bread of life, amen? It's Satan, the Antichrist. What does he try to give us? His bread, That's Zawan. You're only making poison is bread with the Zawan, okay? It's a problem. It's a huge problem. You have to understand that. You can't eat that. Don't eat it at all. I want you to get that and understand that. There's good bread and there's bad bread. There's good wheat and there's bad wheat. There's wheat look-alikes, okay? There's wheat look-alikes. And it's not good. Zawan looks just like wheat. And they grow together. But when they both come to maturity, the wheat is golden all over. The tears or the Zawan shows itself with black tips on the head. If you don't look carefully when gathering them, you could mix them up. So it's important to know which is which. If you try to use the wheat mixed with the it will be better to taste and not sweet like wheat all by itself. If you eat much of the Zawan, if you eat much, It can poison you and kill you, just like false doctrine will poison you and cause you to go to the lake of fire, which some call hell. So it's important to know the true children of God and the tears, the Zawan, which is Satan's own serpent seed line, which poisons and bitters our lives through law changes, through the four hidden dynasties, religion, political, educational, and financial he brings it, doesn't he? Satan brings it. Doesn't he bring it? With his children. And these, these, these Zawan, these Kenites, these tears, they're always in a position of power, as I said last week. And you have to be a wheat inspector. I can't stress that enough. You gotta know who's who and what's what. Um, verse 26 but when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tears also. Hmm. Satan wants you to be confused. And I want you to see, he wants you to be confused. He wants you to, he wants to put the Zawan right next to the wheat. Cause you know how impatient humans are? You know how impatient humans are? Oh that, that gotta be ready. No, it ain't ready until you see the black tip on that Zawan, okay? It ain't ready till the wheat gets tall. Very tall. But well, I can make bread with that. Be pa- Ease up. Hold on. Be patient. Be patient. Let both grow together. Amen. Mm-hmm. So you don't end up killing yourself. Watch this. So the servant of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in the field? Question. From whence hath From whence then have these tears? He said unto them, an enemy, you only got one, okay, saying himself, the devil, have done this. The servant said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? Question. But he said, nay, that's why ye gather up the tears, ye root up also the wheat with them. And that's a problem. Because the wheat is God's elect, amen? The wheat is those who produce for God. I mean you can make a list of things A whole list of things That wheat And he'd be like oh my god There's a lot of stuff There's just as much as corn Amen Just as much as corn He said no because It's hard to tell the difference He's saying I don't want you to pluck up my children My wheat Let them grow together And when it's time I'll send the experts Which are the angels The angels know The wheat of Yahweh They've been dealing with God's wheat, his elect, all their lives. That's why you let them grow together. And you let them mature together. Because you have to let Christians see other people for who they are. Amen? You just gotta let them. Gotta let them. You let them grow together. And then you say, okay, well, this person is this way. Okay. I don't see that. You will. This person is this way. That person doesn't change. Amen. They don't change. Again, wicked people don't change unless they completely do a 360 and give their life to Jesus Christ. Right? Haters don't change unless they do a complete 360 and give their life to Christ. Amen. Double-minded people don't change unless they do a 360 and give their life to Christ. Now, I want you to see that there's characteristics that people pick up sometimes. Okay? They pick up things because they're not fruit inspectors. Okay? That's why you can only be around certain people. You can only be around people who will make you better. Amen? You don't want to be around people who will bring you... down. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. Right? 30. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers... Gather ye together, first eat tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Because God's barn is a sanctuary, okay? That's where he keeps his good stuff. And the wheat is his good stuff. It's his elect. His children, I love him. The tares, though, they're going to get burnt. You can't eat them. You can't use them for anything. They're not usable. Amen? Understand, they're not usable. The tears are, they they got a problem with grace. They want to hold things against people. Okay? Watch this. You got to understand that. It's hard to tell the difference. It's so hard. It's really hard. Let's go all the way to verse 34 here. Let Christ explain this parable to you. Verse 34. It's going to take us all the way out of this chapter. I think. Verse 34, the same chapter. If you have a see word of God. All these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in parables. And without a parable spake he not unto them. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world since the first earth age. These are ages. The foundation of the world. That's the ages even before this one. The first one. Amen. He's saying we're talking here about something special. We're speaking here of that serpent seed line. Let's go to verse 36 here. Here's the meaning. Christ is going to explain it. Then Jesus sent the multitude away and went unto his house. And his disciples came unto him, saying, Declare unto us the parable of the tears of the field. They don't even understand it. His disciples, his apostles, don't get this. They're like, wait, hold up. What are you talking about? We're going to make sure you get it today, though. Okay? No one's going home. No one's cutting this off. or No one's going home without understanding this completely, fully. Okay? You're gonna be a fruit inspector. You you go cool. matter of fact, by time we're done with this, okay, you're gonna be able to work for dough. Okay? Seriously. Okay? Because you're gonna be like, oh, that's a good one, that's a bad one, that's a good one, that's a bad one. Okay? <laughs> Seriously. 36. I read that already. 37. He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the Son of Man. That's Jesus Christ. The shepherd. Amen. Even You can even throw God in there. That's God. The field is the world. There you go. That terra firma. That dirt. That organic matter. Guess what? You're organic matter aren't you? Guess what? I'm playing seeds with you right now. Ain't I? Right. The field is the world. The good seeds are the children of the kingdom of God. But the tears are the children of the wicked one. Now who is that? We only know one wicked one. That's the devil. He has a seed line. Clear as day. He has a seed line. But the tears are the children sperma of the wicked one, Satan. Let me make it even clearer. The enemy that sowed them is who? The devil. Clear as day. There's a seed line. Churches do not teach this because churches don't go in debt. They just don't. And they don't have the truth to do so. And Satan don't want them to do it anyway. Because then you expose Satan. The harvest is the end of the world. And the reapers are the angels. The reapers are the angels. Amen? Because they know who's who. Because if you're God's elect, if you're God's weak, the angels have been dealing with you since you've been a little. Since you've been a little boy, a little girl. For a long, long time, amen? They know exactly who you are. They know the weed of God. They know when they in that kitchen cooking, amen? 40. As therefore the tears are gathered and burned in the fire, lake of fire, as some would call it hell. So shall it be at the end of this world, at the end of this age, the sec- at the end of the second earth age. That means when the millennium's done. That means the great white throne of judgment. Forty one. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend. So all things that's not right, all things that are wicked, all the bad trees. Goodbye. What, what is wood good for? Burning. Keep you warm, won't it? Oh, this is some bad wood. Some bad wood. It's really, really good. Keep you nice and warm. 41. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, the reapers, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and them that do iniquity sin. And shall cast them into the furnace of fire. Lake of fire. Some call hell. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. 43. Then shall the righteous shine forth. As the sun. And the kingdom of their father. Who have ears to hear. Let them hear. That's the parable friend. The parable of the tears. Can you understand that? Can you see that? Christ is letting you know. That there is a serpent seed. Clear as that. I didn't add to it I take from it. This is Christ speaking to you because he loves you. He knows who's his weak. And he knows who's a tear. Okay? But he wants you to know as well. So you're not dealing with people who are wrong. Amen? So you're not wasting your time casting your pearls before swine. Amen? Mm-hmm. But you really need to know. You really need to be an in inspector. You can't just say, mm, I like you. I'm giving up on you. Nope. That how it works you really need to inspect that tree you really do amen it's extremely important that you inspect that tree he loves you because he warns you let's get some of Satan's names real quick revelations 12 7 through 9 let's, let's go there real quick let me see here we give you his names these are his characteristics his characters because he is a character he's extremely animated Revelation 12:7. If you have a said glory to, God. glory to God And there was war in heaven Michael and his angels fought against the dragon And the dragon fought and his angels And that's the fallen angels And prevailed not Neither was their place found anymore in heaven This hasn't happened yet but it will Because they come together And the dragon was cast out That old serpent called the devil Satan Was to the whole world He was cast out unto the earth And his angels were cast out with him Six trump Bam Right there, okay? Right there. Simple as that, right? Let's go to Revelation 20. Revelations 20. Let's give, you, let's give you some more names. Christ is letting you know who this fool is. Who the enemy is, the wicked one, Satan himself. He is a fool. Revelations 20 verse 1, if you haven't said glory to God. And I saw an angel come down from heaven having the key of the bombless pit And a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold of that dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. So we can properly teach during the millennium without a fool interrupting us. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. And that's how it's going to be. He wants you to understand. He wants you to understand who Satan is. how, How he carries himself. So that you're not confused at all. We, If you see a if, a, if something walks like a duck, it's usually a duck, right? Right. If something slithers, it's usually a snake, right? If something breathes fire with a, a serpent-type tongue, it's usually a dragon, right? If something sounds like a pig and shaped like a pig, it's usually a pig, right? If something Speaks good, thinks good, feels good And presents the righteousness of God It's called a tree of righteousness If something does the opposite of that It's a tree of the wicked one You have to understand that Okay, it's simple as that You gotta know this knowledge because no one's half the battle It really is It really, really is The other part is easy The other part is easy If you have the knowledge The other part is easy I just gotta put it into effect, that's easy That's real easy, if you look back it's easy Go to Matthew 23 And this will close you out Matthew 23 Matthew 23, 24 you sh- If you can see what I see When I say this will close you out in this early People eyes widen you know. Good. We can make brunch What? <laughs> 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 like, what? I can take an that, what? Their eyes widen I'm loving on you today Man, you are early. Matthew 23, verse 24. Well, actually, this won't take you home. I'm messing with you. got one more place after this. If you haven't said glory to God, glory to God. God. And the reason. Ye blind guides which strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. What? Christ was busting the Pharisees and Sadducees in their heads spiritually by words, spiritual, powerful words, because he says, you Pharisees, you Sadducees, you hypocrites, you hypocrites. That's what he's calling them, hypocrites. He says, "You, you blind guides. You strain at a net and makes you choke. The smallest truth makes you choke, but you swallow a whole camel Hove. and all a whole camel." with lies on top of lies, on top of lies, on top of lies, on top of traditions of men, on top of traditions of men, and no truth at all. You couldn't discern your own mother, your own daddy. You can not discern your own children if someone paid you, if someone paid you. He's saying, that's how blind you are, Pharisees, Sadducees. Watch this. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For ye make clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within they are full of extortion and excess. You are thieves. Nothing but thieves. They don't care about the people. They don't care about spreading the truth. All they care about is what they can line their pockets with. Amen? 26. Thou blind Pharisees, cleanse first, that which is within the cup and platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. What is, what is Christ saying here? He's saying there's, there's hope for you, but you got to clean the inside first. That if you clean your inside out, if you get a good spirit inside of you, my spirit, the Holy Spirit, the truth, if you clean your mind out, which is inside of your body, okay, guess what's going to happen? Your whole outside is going to be clean. You can't make the outside look good have a horrible, terrible inside. That's a hypocrite all day. All day long. Watch this. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye are like unto whited sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones, and of all uncleanness. Bang! that's Christ okay he spoke boldly he didn't he didn't mix words so I feel like I shouldn't mix words either amen mm-hmm. one thing I was taught never apologize for the truth never will I will not okay it is the word of God it must be taught take it any way you want to okay that's your problem mature enough to receive something mature enough to receive a blow from the Spirit of God so you can change amen because if he didn't love you, he wouldn't correct you. Amen. He only corrects those that he love. 28. Even so, he also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within a full of hypocrisy and iniquity. That is a play actor on every level. On every single level. That's a play actor. That is someone who, who carries fruit. Just for the people that they meet It's like Satan comes to you with the knowledge of Tree of good and evil right he comes To you and he says oh I know you don't like Pears but here's an apple Oh I know you don't like apples but Here's an orange Oh I know you don't like oranges here's Some cherries Oh I know you don't like um Bananas Here's some pears he got every type of fruit for everybody on this tree. And none of this righteous. It appears good. See, what he's doing is, what they're doing is they're his own children. They know how to be good so well. They appear to be good on the outside so well. But within, they're fake, they're phony, they're unrighteous, they're dark, they're haters. How in the world could you stand next to Jesus Christ and not know he's God? And only have hate in your heart for him And want to kill and destroy him That's evil on a whole nother level Am I right or wrong? He's saying Satan's own children 29 Woe unto you scribes and Pharisees Hypocrites Because you build the tombs of the prophets And garnish the, the um, sepulchres Of the righteous You steal, steal, steal You make look good just to steal That's what you do That's what churches do If there's one righteous thing that a church does. And I don't mean righteous by God's righteousness. I mean righteous by their own righteousness. They pass that plate. They pass the heck out of that plate. And they play the best music for the people. And they pass that plate. And not one time does the bishop, the archbishop, the pastor take his eye off of that plate. (laughs) He can be praising God. (laughs) <laughs> He's gonna make sure it go around. Because that's all they know is to cheat and to steal. Um, what you putting out ain't worth me putting into the pot. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's not. But what Christians going No one in sitting in the um the room of a church will say what you're putting out is not of God. They're not gonna say that because they don't want to be in. They don't want to be embarrassed. See how he's forcing you to put into a plate, right? So if the plate, if someone puts in $100 and it's sitting right next to you, you think they're not looking at you to see what you put in? Oh. There's 20, and then the usher sometimes will be like, you make more than $20. You know you do, a little more than that. (laughs) It's wicked. It's evil. It's straight evil. Kenites. They're all about making money. Here we go. 30. And say, if we had been in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partakers with them in the blood of the prophets. Well, that's a lie. Because you're evil. You would have been. Wherefore, Ye be witnesses unto yourselves, Christ speaking directly to these children, that ye are the children of them which killed the prophets. The offspring, the seed line of Satan. The kidnites, Satan's own. He said, you are the very seed line of the children that killed the prophets. Fill ye up then the measure of your fathers that's lowercase f this ain't God speaking of Satan it gets even clearer ye serpents ye generation of vipers how can ye escape the damnation of hell he just said you're the seed line of Satan's own children you came out of him you came from the devil. He's saying you can't escape that. How can you escape? He's saying I offer myself to you because a I can have salvation. He's saying I offer myself to you. But instead of you accepting, what do you want to do? You want to kill me. You want to kill me. Watch this. 34. Therefore, behold, I send unto you prophets and wise men and scribes, and some of them ye shall kill and crucify, and some of them shall ye scourge in the synagogue and persecute them from city to city, that upon you may come all the righteous blood shed upon the earth. Did you hear that? All the righteous blood shed upon the earth from the blood of righteous Abel. Who killed Abel? Cain. Unto the blood of Zacharias son of Barakiah, whom he slew between the temple and the altar. Right in the very church of God, you killed them. Talk about Canaanites. Talk about why you were in that position in the first place. You killed them. Christ lets you know who they are. He lets you know they're hypocrites. So if you're dealing with a hypocrite, you're dealing with someone with the tendencies of a Kenite. Okay, be careful. Amen. Unless mm-hmm. you know who they are, if you're dealing with someone who's fake, someone who's supposed to be a Christian but got a whole different way of life out of church. Okay, you're dealing with someone who's got the tendencies of a Kenite. Okay, you gotta understand that. You gotta know when you when you see Zawad. You gotta know what you're looking at. You gotta be a fruit inspector. You gotta be a wheat inspector. You have to be a bread inspector. You have to be a Christian. Amen? Amen. One who knows who's who so that you're not duped with them. Don't deal with play actors who look like Christians and smell like Christians and drive cars like Christians and live in big houses like Christians. Okay? But are really tears and Zawan, Satan's own cannot seed his own children he just gave you the last blast right here he just said okay in verse 35 that upon you may come all the righteous blood shed upon the earth from the blood of righteous Abel unto the blood of Zechariah son of Barakai whom he stood between the temple and the altar he spoke of Abel and that's where that seed line began to close out let's go there Genesis four. Let's close out Genesis four. Just a reminder to you of where this all began. We know it began in Genesis um, three. God said, "I will put enmity." Genesis three fifteen. I will put enmity between thee and the woman. He's speaking to the serpent directly, the devil, Satan himself, and Eve. And between thy seed, Sperma, and her seed, Sperma, one seed line brings forth the wickedness, Cain. Satan's own seed line. The other seed line brings forth who? Jesus Christ. From umbilical court to umbilical court to umbilical court to umbilical cord, you have the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. Praise God. Between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. The bruising of the head takes place, When God's elect is delivered up before the synagogue of Satan during the sixth trump, we will bruise his head with the Holy Spirit. Genesis 4 1. The bruising of the heel took place when Satan's own children crucified Jesus Christ on the cross. They crucified him. I got a whole message talking about who actually killed Jesus. They crucified him. They used the Roman cross. Because it was prophesied that they would. But it was the Kenites Who planned the whole thing. Starting with Judas Iscariot. Iscariot. In the Greek means. Builder of cities. And we know. That through the cursing that God gave to Cain. He was a farmer. He said. The ground will not produce for you. Because you put your brother's blood in it. But. Cain had to be a vagabond, a thief, and he became a builder of cities, his whole family. They would start projects, huh? Here we go. Genesis 4, verse 1. We're going to um, end it here. All the way to verse 8. And Adam knew Eve, his wife. See? They didn't lay together before. They didn't lay together. This is the first time they're laying together. And Avenue Eve his wife and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord, Ishith Yehovah in the Hebrew tongue. And she again bare his brother Abel. Now they're twins. This word again is Yashaf and it's a continuance. It means to continue in labor. We discussed this. And she Yashaf again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, he was a shepherd, just like Jesus Christ would be. But Cain was a tiller of the ground, he was a farmer. Again, you gotta know what type of fruit, amen, gotta be a fruit inspector. And in process of time it came to pass that Cain brought forth the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord Yahweh. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord Yahweh had respect unto Abel and to his offering. So they came about um, the time of maturity at the same time. The same time. Why? Because they're twins. There's no way around that. They're twins. Five. But unto Cain and to his offering, because he didn't give his best to God, like a kidnight wouldn't, but unto Cain and his offering, he had no respect. And Cain was very rough, and his countenance fell. He got depressed. He was upset because he wasn't being blessed. When someone's not blessed of God and someone else is being blessed of God that's close to them, there's going to be a little jealousy. Amen? When, some, when God works his power through someone and the other one just is a standby, there's going to be a little jealousy. But what's the reason for it? What's the reason for it? that person earned it. The other person didn't, right? Simple as that. How could you get upset with something someone earned? With something someone deserves? You can't. Watch this. And the Lord Yahweh said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? Am I not fear, Cain? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. That's what sin does to you. It begins to rule you when you're really not trying. When you're being fake, when you're being a hypocrite, when you're not being real. When you're being like a Pharisee and a Sadducee. Amen? You got that darkness up in you. The darkness was the first thing that was here. Okay? From the three earth ages. It was the first thing that was here on this earth and this earth age, darkness. And if you got it up in you, we know who your daddy is, okay? Eight, and Cain talked with Abel, his brother. He lured him in. He said, hey, let's go pluck some blueberries in the field. I don't know if they were plucking blueberries, but I know he lured him in. Do you think I would trust my brother, okay? I don't trust some of my brothers, okay? And that's just the truth of the matter i look at them and I'll be like, mm, no, you're wicked. Not going nowhere with you, okay? Sorry. We just wanna go, mm, no, you're wicked. So I can get an ax to the back of the head? Really? Hmm. I don't think it's gonna be like that. Here we go. You never know, though, today. And Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass, When they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. Now, what did he do to draw him in? He spoke kindly to him, did he not? Because Cain was like three times bigger. Three times. Again, Abel means what? Breath of life. He was scrawny. He was small. He was small. He was like Niles from Phaeser. He was scrawny. He was small. Okay? He was very small. Right? Cain was huge. His daddy is supernatural. Okay? Supernatural daddy. You could even say he was a hybrid. Something that God did not create. But something that looked more like a fallen angel. You understand what I'm saying to you? Because think about this for a second. If the fallen angels brought forth when they came into the women of God, the children of God, the women, if they brought forth giants, what do you think Cain was? Hmm? He was the first of that line, okay? And I want you to understand that, okay? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> and that's just the truth, okay? He was the first of that line. That's who he was. So make no mistake here, he was jealous, he was envious, just like his daddy was. And he wanted that seed line through whom Jesus Christ would come through. But God is so great, he's so marvelous that he wasn't allowing it. Thus you have the Kenites, Satan's Own, part two, the serpent seed line. I hope you understood it. I hope you got it. I hope you keep it with you. I hope you spread it. Like butter, okay? And I hope you um thank God for it. Remember to stand in the grace of God because that's where He wants you. God bless you all. I love you all. All glory praise to the Father and the Son. I take credit for nothing. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Were you moved by today's message? Download it now via our website for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world. Donate any amount today. Thank you and God bless you.